Bad in a Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. Podcast, what is going on? Look quickly before we start this piece of audio gold. I quickly want to tell you about Garden Club, GDN Club. It's available right now. As part of membership, you'll get a weekend breakfast podcast inspiring you while you eat your cornflakes to get outside into the garden. You'll also get a monthly behind-the-scenes video with a make-to-create gardening idea to do with the family you'll get the digital version and the audio version of the how to get kids gardening book you'll get a private and exclusive community area which means that you can share ideas with other members of the club and instant access to me which means you'll be able to message me and i will instantly get back to you answering your questions it's all available right now for 39.99 a year which is about three pound 30 a month which i don't think is too bad all of this supports getting kids into gardening and supports the podcast too plus if you are a school and a teacher that means you get it for free so there's access to absolutely everything from garden club free for teachers if it sounds like something you'd like to be part of or want to find out more hit up skinnygenegardener.co.uk forward slash gdn now let's get on with the podcast The top 50 garden presenters. Horticultural Week has ranked the UK's most influential 50 active gardening TV presenters. Keyword active. With the current run of Gardens World coming to an end and calls for winter series of BB Show turned down, that always happens, doesn't it? We'll talk about it. Actually, we talked about that on Monday. I'm sure we talked about it. About how media... Media stops now, usually. We're just kicking off, team. We're just kicking off. <laughs> Armchair gardeners will have to watch TV Garden on catch-up. Or watch this, to be fair. He could have wrote, or watch this, when Monty Don returns, backed by Adam Frost and co. Love the Garden is set to be back on Thai TV too, as it is Garden Rescue. But coverage may have to be another highlights reel if coronavirus crisis causes cancellations again. Can I just say something? Right? Ain't no coronavirus going to stop us here. We're going to be here four nights a week, chatting, gardening. Well, at the moment, chatting, gardening, rubbish for the top 50, but um, ego-wise, it's fine. Maybe along that tick, I should have. Call 07423574520 to stop the ego. Um, we'll go. We'll go into that story in a second. Right. Anyway, you tell me in the comments uh, or what you think. Here's our exclusive list of top fifty influential, influential. Thank you, gardening TV stars. Do you agree? Question. Do you agree, team? Uh, number one. It's not actually numbered, which is annoying, but we'll take. We'll do it numbers anyway. Monty Don. Monty Don Gardeners World. Chelsea Flower Show, American... If anyone wants to call in and go through these with me, then please give me a bell. So we're starting with Monty Don. 
Is that number one, team? I think, um, as much as we've talked about Don, haven't we? Yes, Ian. Yes, I'm doing this all winter. All winter. You don't think I'm closing down for winter, do you, mate? I'm about all winter. All winter, Ian. Not Christmas Day. Not that crazy. Uh, I think Monty Dawn is going to have to be uh, 100%. I don't like to say it, but currently, Monty Dawn will have to be up there with the most influential. Probably. On TV, he's got, he's got, yeah. Yeah, here we go. All the gardeners world, all the gardening programs on TV at the moment. I suppose gardeners world is up there as the pinnacle, maybe. Not hundred percent, rightly so, because as we know, it's for a certain type of audience. And um, if the BBC are brave enough, they they'd definitely do something a bit different than just the makeover show on Gardeners World. But uh, I'd say Monty Don, followed by Alan Titchmarsh. Them two are probably on par of each other, aren't they? Alan and Monty. How old are them two? I, th I saw Titchmarsh on another... He's doing another programme now, isn't he? Have you, has anyone seen it? On a Saturday, I think, I saw... He's doing like an interview programme. sure he is that guy doesn't stop last time i met him last time i did an interview i'm sure he was slowing down and retiring i've never seen him do, do so much anyway monty don is at uh, number one then alan titchmarsh followed by adam frost i must give that frosty a, a bell as if i've, I've got him on speed dial but uh frosty the new 100 billion percent i think monty's got another two-year contract i'm gonna put out here now once he's finished, but I, I, I feel like people were. Uh, I think everyone knows who Alan Titchmarsh is. If I say Alan Titchmarsh, I always use Jason, my mate, as a barometer for this sort of stuff. If I say Monty Don, he only knows Monty Don from me talking about Monty Don. Doesn't know, he didn't know him beforehand. Alan Titchmarsh, on the other hand. Yes. So technically, should Titchmarsh be above him? I'd. I don't know. Anyway, two years' time, I put money on it that Frosty will 100% take over Gardener's World. And I think by doing so, possibly could shake up the whole. If Frosty takes over, I feel like it might shake up the whole of Gardener's World. It could be a whole different program. There's me uh, today's prediction. Then uh, Charlie Dimmock. Come on, Dimmock, at number four. She got in there, didn't she? With the Rich Brothers. The Rich Brothers? Hmm. What's, um, what's he insane? Doing a chat show. Chat show. <laughs> Almost. Doing a chat show. Doing a chat show now, is Alan. I know. Back with his chat show. Unbelievable. Uh, Dimmock, unbelievable. Dimmock comes at four. Do you reckon? 
suppose she is on BBC. I suppose it is BBC. All right, we'll give it a dimmick. And the Rich Brothers. I'd mess around with the Rich Brothers. I actually think they do pretty cool stuff on that that uh, Garden Rescue. I don't mind them. If, if I could get them on the show, I would. I don't mess around. But uh, it would be cool to have them on. Then Arit Anderson. I love her. Like, I've only met her once. I sat down and had dinner with her randomly. <laughs> well, there was a group of us, randomly. Uh, and really nice person. Gardener's World, Garden Rescue. Cool to have her up in the top, top 10. Arrett Anderson. Domini is at number... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hmm. Domini's at number seven. Um, okay. Hello, it's not David Donnelly, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Hello, mate. You all right? It's going down. agree with you you know I'd 100% agree um I think uh like the thing is like the audiences like I said like my mate doesn't even know who Monty Don is which which sort of blows my mind because because I'm I'm in like the industry but anyone outside of it doesn't really know him um but you're right I think TV nowadays is not the most like life has changed isn't it? Yeah. Mm. What thank you, mate. The, uh, the best TV advert in the past five years I've ever seen is by Brewdog. I don't know if you saw it. They did an advert. It was just a white screen with their logo on with really rock music for 30 seconds. And you know why the reason that worked? It's because everyone in the adverts sits, as soon as the adverts come on, if, you've, if you're being forced to watch them, sits, sits on their phone. And the reason that advert worked is because it made you look up because all you could see, all out of the corner of your eyes, see is a white screen. It's the best advert I've ever seen. But uh, but you're right. Like, people's attention has, has changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, classic. Yeah, yeah, funny that, isn't it? Um, you're right, though, 100%, because, uh, I mean, what is this titled? The top, oh, Hawkeye has ranked the UK's most influential garden TV presenters. Ah, yeah, it's, 
Yeah. They should do. Sure. <laughs> With a lot of people, and um, yeah, it's um, I, 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 I saw this list briefly today, but um, yeah, I, I think they're missing the trick. I think they need to cast the net a bit wider, and they need to look at um, you know a greater diversity of people out there. Yeah, definitely, man. Well, we in a couple of weeks' time are going to do our own list, mate. Oh, fantastic. So maybe next week we'll do it. Um, we'll create our own influential list. So do, do, do I get a uh, bit of a discount as a VIP member, as the chap who 15 years ago got Michael Risel Fungi a name in UK garden centres and developed a whole trend in modern sustainable gardening? Do you reckon I get a shot? I mean, we're doing the list, mate, so sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we all know who's going to be at number one instantly so um, wow, yeah, you, really know, nice. you know it works yeah. Irish, mate. Um, so yeah interesting it's interesting list I, I thought it was good to go through it tonight and just have a little look to see mm. what they were um, what they were thinking because um, there's a few people in there I just wonder I don't know times have changed a little bit maybe definitely oh, yeah, I totally agree um, totally agree nice one Mark all right, take care, mate. Peace out, fella. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Mark. Oh, is he there? He's still, he's still on the line. He always, he always forgets the tune. There he goes. Um, sorry about that. I know some of you missed, missed some of that call and, and um, it wasn't coming through. That's my fault because I hadn't sorted out the microphone properly. So I'm sorry about that. That's Mark. We're just talking. Hey, guys. Come on in. We were just talking about uh, the way we watch... Uh, TV is very different and we have done our very own influencer list before and we? we've done our top 50 we're gonna we should probably do it again next maybe next week we'll do it we'll redo it after this after we've had, we've had a good old look through this one I'm um, sorry I didn't realize you couldn't hear the, hear the phone lines Hopefully you can hear them now. Uh, the phone lines are open though. 0742-357-45-20 if you have got an opinion. And this, uh, the BBC need to get a gardening show aimed at newbie gardeners. Also open up to podcasters. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Do you know what? I'd love to do a podcast for the Bobby show, a little bit different. And um, I don't know if it will ever happen, but we will see. We can only but try. Uh, but I think you're right. It would be really good to get. I and I did pitch this once to the BBC. I I, I let you into a, a, a secret. I pitched two different ideas. One idea was a gardener's question time. Oh, by the way, Matt Biggs is on the show next Tuesday, team. If you want to watch that. Uh, next Tuesday, Matt Biggs from Gardener's Question Time. But a young person's Gardener's Question Time. Because I went to a guy, I was on Gardener's Question Time once, not answering the questions, I should admit. But a young person's Gardener's Question Time, that, that is an actual podcast. 
I thought it was a brilliant idea. I went to Gardener's Question Time in South End. And I think I possibly could have been hundred percent. I was the youngest person there. Um, Gardens Western Times a bit of a an older audience, isn't it? Anyway, I pitched that idea. Nothing happened from it. And I also pitched a different Gardener's World uh, to and the Gardener's World producer. Didn't happen. Did not happen. Obviously, because I'm saying here chatting to you guys two hours every night. <laughs> uh, but you're right. Uh, the BBC uh, needed a garden show aimed at newbie gardeners and uh, and, uh, and a podcast. I feel like they do probably do need some more podcast materials on BBC Sounds for that sort of thing. Uh, that's where I first heard of you on Gardens Question Time talking about your podcast. Really? Wow. That must have been a few years ago, Richie. Who would have, who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Uh, I loved doing on that. That was all because of Big C. Big C, Big C got me in that little gig. But you're right. I do think the BBC need a show like that. I think it would be really successful. I think there's definitely an audience for it. But the biggest thing is that we don't actually, like, I'm here talking to you guys uh, four nights a week because I wanted to do a show like this and I wanted to put it on radio. It obviously just doesn't happen that easy. It doesn't ha- like happen that simple. We're in a world now where we can do it ourselves. Let's do it ourselves, team. Uh, right. So well, I hope you don't mind. Uh, we're here till 10 o'clock tonight. We're going to run through this. I know we, I said usually when Wednesdays we'll do like a kids gardening thing, which we, we generally will. But this come out today. So I thought we'd run through it. It's a really... It's a subject, you know, about medium and about what you think. If you think other people in the ad break, there's other people that should be on this list. Maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't. We're going to run through it, but maybe you've got someone that's influenced you. I know I've asked this question before the Suggs, expecting him to say me. He didn't say me. He said his granddad, which is better. <laughs> uh, but maybe you've got someone who's influenced you in gardening. You don't have to say me, Ian. You don't have to do that. Let me just interrupt this podcast by saying that this podcast is sponsored by Flymo. Yes, Flymo. If, like me, you've had that final cut of the lawn and the lawnmower is stored away in the shed, that doesn't mean that gardening stops. And that also doesn't mean that Flymo don't have some amazing products to help you out throughout the winter. One thing that I absolutely love is the Sealink 20 volt Combi Pack 3 in 1. It's an interchangeable, lightweight, and easy to use 3 in 1 gardening tool. You've got a grass trimmer, a hedge trimmer, and a blower, which, especially at this time of year when I've got loads of leaves in the garden, is absolutely perfect for me. You know me, I absolutely love Flymo. They're an affordable and quality tool, which, when they're cordless like this, makes it so much easier just to get out of the shed and just get out there and get gardening. If you head over to flymo.com right now, it's free delivery on all orders over 45 quid. And so if you want to continue your garden adventure throughout winter, that is the place to head to. Right, let's continue the podcast. One guy who has never influenced me once to do 
Mr. Richard Suggett. <laughs> I'm Batman today. Oh, well, there you go, mate. It's saving the world. It's saving this show. Yeah, saving this. <laughs> yeah, you said it, not me. <laughs> How are you, dude? Yeah, I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, good, man. Not too bad. I'm feeling, um, feeling good tonight. Feeling good. Excellent, excellent. I I just wanted to pick up on something that Stuart said about there being a TV program for newbie gardeners. Yes. And while I 100% agree that there does need to be something for newbie gardens, gardeners, like he said, I often feel that many shows are aimed at newbie gardeners. And it's something I, confl- I, I conflict with myself on my podcast is that can I can I tell everyone how to grow or teach anyone how to grow vegetables when they're a newbie? But what if somebody's more experienced? How do we target those? And they just want to push themselves out a bit more. Um, Let's say somebody who's been gardening for a couple of years. Yeah, well, I suppose them sort of people would go on to like courses and stuff, right? Would they? How many courses have you been on? Well, none, mate, because uh, I don't really <laughs> like But... But surely, if they really were into it already, that's what they'd go and do, right? I don't know. I don't know. If they're not, if they're just into their gardening at home and they just want to, I mean, let's face it, gardeners don't like to spend money on anything. Yeah, there's a garden program called uh, Gardening A to Z, I think it's called. It's on Sunday mornings. I think it's on about five in the morning or something like that. Sometimes I, I see it unintentionally. With uh, yeah. Well, if you really like gardening, mate, then you need to <laughs> and watch that. No, that's pretty good. There are programs out there that go into a bit more depth, and there has been before. Um, you're right though. TV doesn't massively do it. Gardener's World sort of goes over the same stuff each year. If you watch one season of that, then yeah, I mean, I I think that's pretty standard in anything garden related because the seasons are the same each year and you're doing the same tasks at the same time each year mm. um which is related to, especially something like gardeners world which is weekly during most of the year although i feel it should be weekly all year round yeah it, it, you are doing that same jobs that same time each year so the the you are going to be i mean take planting garlic i i do that around this time every year I talk about it, not because I haven't covered it before, but because it was happening at that time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, which I suppose is why the sort of makeover shows work, because it's a different garden each time, isn't it? A different garden each time, and it's a very quick turnaround, isn't it? They can come into this garden with nothing, and in two days they've turned it into something spectacular. Something, yeah. Um, um, it's like a microwave garden. That's a very... I've never heard anyone call that before. But that's a very good way of think, thinking about it. Um, I don't know, man. You've thrown me now because I have never thought about this, about people that are really into gardening already. And just... Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't watch much TV, as you know, so I'm probably the wrong person to speak. I, I actually watched an episode of Garden as well the other day. First time since we done our live show. And that was purely because of something that somebody asked me about. Um, yeah. But I've got to say, I can't, I, I can't say as a, 
experienced gardener, I could take anything away from it. I felt inspired to do anything really out there, apart from growing chia seeds, my chia plants. Sorry, chia? Chia. Yeah, they spoke about that. Nick Knowles was on... Nick uh, Knowles? Was it Nick Knowles? Oh, I forget his name. Nick Knowles, Uh, the the builder guy? No, no, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. I can't (laughs) Nick Bailey? That's it. (laughs) 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 Nick Bailey. Beg your pardon. Beg your pardon. You know what? I I forget my wife's name, so it's not unusual (laughs) to forget people's names. Chia? Uh, Chia. Yeah. Um, Which somebody came on and asked me about it, and I had no experience growing chia. Didn't even know it was possible in this country. I don't even know. You have to explain to me what chia is. Right. Chia, it's a little... um, Chia seeds are quite often... uh, They're a health food. My wife eats it all the time, she tells me. um, You you can leave them in milk overnight, and they sort of become like frog spawn, but apparently taste quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you're mainly after the seeds, and right. they, they're actually related to the mint plant. I've learned so, oh. as it should do quite well, looked after right here. Um, but what I, I, I'd never heard of growing it in the UK, I did a bit of research about two years ago. Somebody developed a strain that could grow in the UK, right. and then when I was in a cheap shop. Uh, on Monday, <laughs> it won't. It'll go unnamed. They happen to be selling a kids' growing kit for cheer. Well, I'll be. So, I took that away from Garden as well. Dare I say it? And from the cheap shop. Um, and from wow. the cheap shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what yeah. are the chances? What? It, yeah, it was very much like that. What are the chances? I mean, if in all honesty, if that person hadn't asked me about cheer, I probably wouldn't have thought about it. And then she was. That, uh, yeah, she mentioned she'd watched it on Gardener's World. Yeah, well, then, then maybe Gardener's World is dealing with that side of things. Maybe, maybe. But it didn't go into much detail. It just. They should, I wish there was like an allotment program. I wish there was like an actual, like following someone's actual allotment. I know they do a little bit on Gardener's World with Francis now and again, don't they? But that's what I feel like there's a whole program in just following someone's allotment. Yeah, I mean, do you remember? Well, you do remember the uh, what was it? The big, the Great British Allotment Off, or whatever you called it. Arguably, yeah, the best gardening program that was uh, idea that came about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that that did to me didn't feel like it was a allotment program. It felt very much like let's put an allotment in a stately, uh, on a state, all prim and proper. There was no dilapidated sheds. Everything was made to look perfect yeah and those people who attended it were only from what i understand went up there at the weekends or could only go on the weekends they couldn't pop down during the week some had to travel some distance as well so it wasn't that easy but they had people coming in and looking after it in the meantime doing the watering mm-hmm. and stuff so i didn't feel that really got what happens on allotments and then when it came to the competition side of things, it felt very much like a village fate. Yeah, there's bits that could have been twisted about a little bit. I agree with you. Um, yeah. But as but, a concept, I thought it was a nice idea. As a concept, I thought little improvements. But then in some ways, the whole idea with an allotment or even gardening, gardening is quite slow, as we've discussed many times. Does yeah. that make for good TV? Um. 
No. But on the flip side, the other program at the same around the same time that was showing allotments was called Allotment Wars. Was that? I'd never heard of that. Check it out, mate. Have you ever seen uh I don't know. It's, it was a classic like Channel Five sort of uh na- neighbours from hell sort of program. Oh right, okay. God, that sounded posh out here, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good. I'll check that on the uh, television. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. I did. I've, I liked a big allotment challenge because it's sort of out. Obviously, Bake Off is a big one for baking, right? Yeah. If... Everyone tries to copy that, and I think out of yeah. all the gardening things that have tried to copy it big allotment could have been if they twisted and tinkled and winkled or whatever they call it <laughs> about with it a little <laughs> bit then it could have been it could have been just as big as as bake off i think mm, well what i felt the big allotment challenge needed was instead of having a a single site they went to these people's allotments and yeah. filmed all the bits and said right you've got to grow i don't know this this and this or these are the challenges later on you've got your own plot of land um on, on your own allotment that you have anyway you go and do you go and work out the camera crew will be down on these days these days and these days but then on these days you've got to be here with your produce to do the, the next tent. part in the tent mate they just wanted in they the didn't tent. want that tent feel they just wanted that bake um bake off sort of feel um feel to it didn't they but um, yeah i don't know i wish i wish I wish I got on that program because I think it would have been funny, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it didn't happen. But uh, yeah. I thought it's I thought it was out of all the things because I don't know if you've seen recently on Netflix they've brought that new one out. The big I don't know what it's just put big in front of anything and it yep. usually works like the big flower arrangement competition. I did see something about that on on. Um on netflix now you say that haven't sat down to watch it because my ipad's playing up for netflix so um yeah. well it's all right i mean if i don't know if i can get away with watching a, an episode on here one thursday but because it's so new but mm. it's all right it was not bad there's a there's a film on netflix as well i've been told to watch called kiss the earth or something like that yeah. which is all about the earth and the soil where we grow in and that a lot of the no diggers are saying it got to go watch it because it's meant to be quite good oh we'll find out what that's called we'll find out tomorrow what it's called yeah we'll look into that uh but yeah man i don't know i don't know uh, I mean, maybe it needs a... to be both maybe it needs to be a, maybe gardeners well maybe gardeners world just needs to change a little bit yeah i mean we've spoke about that many many times and i i <laughs> i i I, it doesn't appeal to me, um, and I, I think that's the wrong thing to say as a gardening podcaster because Gardener's World is the pinnacle. Should Gardener's World change to bring in a younger audience? I don't know, but I feel Gardener's World perhaps could do a young version of Gardener's World for a younger audience. Two years, mate. Frosty will come on. It will change things. Yeah, yeah. Was it, was it Toby Buckland when he done it? He changed things up and it was, didn't go down well. Didn't go down well because he was replacing Monty, right? And then he got tucked up because then Monty said he'd come back. I don't know. Obviously, Monty felt better. 
Right. And, um, and, uh, and Toby got the, the shove, which is a shame, really. But he tried, yeah, he tried changing it around. They got an allotment. They got, they actually, yeah, still exists. Sorry. The allotment still exists. Right. The BBC, uh, someone might tell me different, probably Sean if he's about, but the BBC only allotment that Toby started. And now if you go there, I think you can look it up, or maybe I'll have a look in a minute. It is overgrown and there's nothing left of it. Sounds like a typical allotment then. I think this one's proper <laughs> overgrown. <laughs> Still own it, but they've walked away from it. So they've they've actually got the land there ready to go. Let me while you're on the line, just wait there. Let me okay, just okay. find it. Right. Um Gardner's World allotment. I don't want to say something that's not I don't want to get sued or anything just from this. <laughs> That'll be my luck. Yeah, well, I'll just you'll be watching. You'll probably watch them, and uh, he'll say, "See, now I feel like I made it up, but I'm sure it was a thing." Wait there, it's hole caller. Okay, I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Well, if I can find it, I'll find it. Hmm. They've lost the pot. Here we go. Oh, found it. Here we found go. Found it. Excellent. Right. Oh, back in 2011 it was. Not that recent. <laughs> Not that recent. They've lost the plot. BBC under fire after Garner's World site goes. Hang on. Goes to seed since Monty Don replaced Toby Buckland. And there's a picture of it abandoned. It actually doesn't look that bad now. Oh, no. Back in 2011, it don't look too bad. But, uh, Right, but I but I'm sure they still own it now. That was back in 2011, but I'm sure it's in a pit anyway. That's whatever. Yeah, you got to share the fight, the the picture with everyone. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can. My my stream looks like it's it's falling. I was going to say it does, does look like it's struggling a bit. I thought it was mine. No, it's mine. It can't handle it can't handle the Daily Mail website. I'm just oh, crashing. Okay. I'm crashing. Let's leave it. Let's leave it. Okay, okay. I'll look into it anyway. Look into it. Yeah, hey man, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what we were just saying, but um but yeah, I reckon it will change. There should change. Things need to change. Uh yeah, I mean change is always going to be a difficult one as as we expressed with Toby Buckland taking over from Monty. Does that mean when Adam Frost takes over and he changes things, is that going to go down well and people are going to... I think it will because he's got a bit of a, quite a big following now because he's sort of yeah. almost like he's done the legwork before. I don't know if Toby just rocks in. I don't know how that worked. Yeah, don't know. It's a, a long time ago. But, um, but Mark made a good point earlier that things are changing. Like People like us, mate, hanging about Doing our thing. Trendsetters. Influence them. Influence them. Trendsetters, I say. Trendsetters? You're wearing a Batman t shirt. (laughs) There'll be a Batman film out in a couple of years' time. Everyone will be wearing it. Oh, dude. Right, dude. Um, Uh, (laughs) You're on tomorrow. You're on the show tomorrow. I'm I'm on. I I wasn't going to call in, but uh, I just felt Stuart's comment. I I had so much to say on that. Uh, (laughs) I had to get in. 
because uh, it's as we something we discuss at length quite often. Uh, see if you can hear this, Richard, because I've got someone's just phoned in. I think it's Mark again. Yeah, well, I was uh, I was wondering if we can have a three way conversation if Richard's going to stay on. We can. He's got his thumbs up. He's ready to yeah. go. I can hear you. Oh, can cool. you hear me? Um, Kiss the ground is the um, Netflix. Uh, documentary which uh richard was just referring to i've just googled it and it looks amazing kiss the mm. ground yeah i've yet to watch it but i've heard a lot about it and um a, a uh the reason why toby buckland took over from monty zong so quickly is uh monty suffers from sad seasonal adjustive disorder and it was a really rough year for him mm. and uh, he basically said i can't kind of do this can somebody step in um, and then uh, that th- that was what I heard anyway. Yeah, and then he got so, better, right? And then they just brought him back in, dumped Toby. Yeah, I, the ratings went down um, massively, um, which I think was a big issue. Uh, I mean, when Toby was on there, he tried to do the cool wall, which Top mm-hmm. Gear did, which is what is hot and what is not. Um, I, I reckon there's room for an awful lot of um, different gardening programs. I mean, what, what one sort of like thing i'm thinking about is why don't the bbc do a year in the life of the allotment they've done similar sort of things where it does a 12-month period and it's all kind of nice and touchy-feely and you know beautifully shot and but it shows how allotment is they they could pick one allotment maybe you know one close to richards um and just show the personal stories of people um how they grow you can have the old professionals, you can have the newbies, you can have the people that are have got busy lives and they're struggling to keep on, on top of it. There's room for a programme like that. Almost like the only way is Essex, allotment style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah actually, that's actually a good way of putting it. That's a good pitch though, right there. There we go. And perhaps instead of it being one person's allotment, four people from different parts of the country. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. So that it would be it'd be really interesting because I feel like there's nothing that actually gets to see a, an allotment apart from if you're on YouTube. There's nothing on telly to see an allotment from start to finish. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And and how popular are the YouTube channels on allotments? They're very popular. Well, yeah, exactly. Look at it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there's also room for, I, mean, I think there should probably be, especially since lockdown, because so many more people have started gardening, and there should maybe be probably four new programmes. I mean, Gardens World is, you know, the um, the RHS Garden magazine. And then we need, um, you know, two or three other magazine-type programmes, one for the new guys, one for the mid-range that, 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 that are really into it. That, that, that's, uh, um, I, I don't know your garden influencer. Did, did they have Bob Flowerdew on there? Because um, I mean, he's an amazing organic gardener. Um, which, um, <laughs> he's a complete nutter. That's why I love him. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> you know? uh, he's not on there, but you're right. He should be because... Uh, is he on TV? He's on there. He is on there. I was say, because if anyone's done anything for weeing on... Uh, <laughs> on um compost heaps then uh, he's done the most influence in there yeah yeah definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> more budget that's what they need just pump more budget i think we need four gardening shows um on the bbc and um yeah you, that, that, 
you never know. Like you're right. This year has been a feels like a really big year for getting new gardeners in. You never know. Right now, while we're talking, someone could be sitting there and saying that handsome guy right now with the Batman T-shirt is the guy we yeah. need. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. I mean, the, the guy with the haircut is not quite as good, but yeah, the Batman T-shirt, <laughs> definitely, we need to The second person is liking this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I wish I got a haircut last Friday. I've gone into bloody self-isolation recently, so I can't, I can't oh. get the haircut. <laughs> Mate, do you want me to come over? Oh. I can do it for you. Oh, brilliant. My wife did it last time. Well, no problem. Yeah, it's a day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought myself a pair of hair clippers just in case. Okay, mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> I'll speak to you. Oh, dear. Just, just one thing before I go, though, is um, yeah. Mark mentioned, I don't think he could hear me, So, uh, I, but Mark mentioned about TV shows going on during um, lockdown, and there was a Alan Titchmarsh's new program that started. I can't remember what it was called now. I watched one episode. I meant to watch the rest, and I forgot about it. They were right, weren't they? They were, yeah. I mean, the one episode I saw, I was I was quite impressed, considering it was the time, you know, with everyone. That was right in the epicenter of a lockdown, if I remember right. And he was, he was struggling to do anything. So I thought it was perfect for that. But there was one thing I took away with it. There's one of the presenters said, oh, we'll go and we bought, um, bought a brand new bed. It was only 80 quid. And I sort of thought 80 quid is a lot of money to spend on a bed. Domini said that, mate. David. I didn't want to name names, but yeah. Domin no, I'll name him. I'm not going to shame him because he's never coming on this podcast. David, if you're watching Domini, he won't be watching. <laughs> yeah. mm. He's on the <laughs> <laughs> I just felt that that was a bit of a I mean 80 quid that's more than most people earn in a day yeah you're not the first person to reference that exact thing to me someone else has said that to me um, over uh, this period of time because um, yeah you're right man like 80 quid is a, it's a lot of dosh isn't it it's not mm. it's not a, something that he sniffed at it's um, yeah I mean that could have been been better one thing I I give Dominic a lot of jip. One thing I did like he was doing was great. He grew some pumpkins in his compost heap. Must have heard my podcast and taken that tip from that. No doubt he did, mate. <laughs> yeah, mine are looking great. I've got the crown prince. I've got about three of them outside at the moment, out in the uh, garden. You can have a look at them tomorrow. Can't wait. Can't <laughs> wait. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Yep. Have we'll a good one. See you later, fella. Cheers. Uh, right, before the next break, we are going to get through this list tonight, team, uh, but you can call in 0742-357-4520. I asked you in the last break, 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 uh, who your garden influencers were. Uh, Ian says, my granddad also got me interested, but I suffered bad hay fever and watched from outside his greenhouse. Richard and yourself have encouraged me to get into it and i have outgrown the sneezing that's good i used to have really do you know what i had awful a fever and it just sort of just disappeared maybe because i started doing more gardening um but yeah that's cool that's uh stuart says i'll put it on the screen sorry that's uh, from ian stuart says my dad was the person who introduced me into gardening 
but not to have a garden. It was to raise money. But now, thanks to you and Suggett, oh, geez, mate, I grow vegetables at home and school. So thanks, boys. Oh, Suggett's influencer, guys. Influencer. Uh, is Katie Carrot playing hide and seek in the pod and shed? Oh, is that? I didn't see uh, Sugs uh, Carrot. Is it called Katie Carrot? Huh? Would love to see the gardens a year later. Yeah, that's true. I wish they did. They don't really do that, do they? They do that much? They don't, do they? You know how, like, George Clark does his amazing spaces in there? Or, like, Kevin McLeod comes back to see. You don't really get to see that. That's pretty much a whole program there again, isn't it? What happened to the Blue Peter Garden? Well, it's still going, but it got moved. Chris Collins moved it. He moved it from London all the way up to Salford. Salford. You're right, actually, Ian. Moved it up there. Not all of it, but um, but part of it. So part of it's up there now with an allotment, which you know, you know the story. Uh, my daughter has grown stuff this year for the first time this year. A lot of people are, have started this year. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like this could be the year that something could quietly be going on in the background right now. Something quietly could be going on. Planning for next year. The biggest problem with TV shows, come away from the list at the moment, we'll get back onto that in the next hour. Uh, the biggest problem, because we need to, because I'm at number 48. The biggest problem <laughs> with the list, uh, with the TV shows, is they need to be filmed pretty much a whole year, and then it will come out. So let's say if they film next year, they'd film it. Although things could change now, the way they, they've turned around stuff because of lockdown. Film it, and it'll come out in like 2022. Generally how it works. But it could change. It could, it could change. Like, like you said... Titchmarsh brought one out with his wife with his mobile phone. So uh, what if I can get Olive just to hold a mobile phone to get me on telly? I don't know. Is it still in Salford? Yeah, still up there. Uh, little green fingers, little green fingers, George. I think it's about 15 now. Green fingers, <laughs> 15. Uh, little, little green fingers, George. He looks after it now. Up in Salford. Amazing space at Moody City. Right, let's have a break and let's get back to the list if you fancy it. Like I say, comment away. Uh, let me know who your garden influence was that got you green fingered. This stream and the podcast are sponsored. 10 extra points. 10 extra points if you say me. What's going on, everyone? Welcome. Can I have. <laughs> Can I have a 10% discount on Flamer for saying you? I mean, you can try it. Just say Lee said, message him. Just say Lee said, you give me a 10% discount um, by saying the word skinny jean gardener. And uh, probably would, may, probably would. They they probably would. Don't everyone do that. <laughs> if are you ask me in online, no jeans tonight, guys, in shorts. If you ask on, on, online, you, they probably would. Right, anyway, away from that. Uh, tonight we're talking uh, top 50 influential TV gardeners. There's a list that's gone up with Hort Weekly, and tonight we're talking about that. In the comments, let me know who influenced you. Don't have to say me. It was a joke. 
uh, influence you to get into gardening. Uh, we got up to, let's have a little look back on the list uh, right now. By the way, guys, team, how are we doing? Uh, VIP crew. I just need to send them VIP cards out tomorrow. Um, if you fancy sharing this stream, that'd be really cool. Let people know about it. Let your mum know about it. Your nan know about it. Let your friends know about it. Say, hey, I watch your show two to three to four times a week. You should too if you want influencing to buy a flymo. <laughs> right, let's get back on to this. Uh, here we go. The top uh, 50 has been announced. So let's have a little look. We got, I've just seen someone's name, which I'm happy is on there. We're going to talk about them in a sec. We've got to get through this, this in an hour. We've only got halfway down. So Dominic, love your garden. And Saturday morning, James Martin took it from me, Dominic took it from me, uh, is on there. Charlie Dimmock, just think about Dimmock. Uh, away from Garden Rescue, we watched a Ground Force episode last week. And if that wasn't influence enough with Titchmarsh, that'd be probably a bigger influence than Garden Rescue has ever been. Um, Ground Force, guys. Watching another episode tomorrow. Uh, then uh, Ara, then David, then Rachel Detame. Again, for Gardner's World. Um, I'm, I'm not really seen too much of her on that show. Uh, then, f uh, or, or done anything else? I'm not sure. You guys might be able to correct me on that. Uh, Francis Tophill, her love Francis. I absolutely love Francis. Uh, for Love the Garden and Gardner's World. Yeah, really like that. She does bits for allotment in a little bit as well, which is really great. Uh, and it's a really nice person. So, yeah, definitely uh, should be on there. Joe Swift, again, really nice geezer. I think he does a lot. Bits he does for Chelsea is really funny. Brings a bit of humour to it. And Carol Klein, uh, the legend that is uh, Carol Klein, uh, is her. Who is that girl that pops up on Garden Rescue when Charlie isn't on? That girl is Arrett Anderson. That is, that is who pops up on there. What? what? I mean, where's Charlie? Anyway, what, what what important occasion is Charlie up to that she can't even come to her own? Eric, right, you don't mind just filling in for us? That about. Uh, then, after that, we've got George Anderson. I've never... Oh, it's an admission. Is this bad admission? Probably not. I've never seen Beech Grove Garden. Sometimes uh, James Cameron comes on, doesn't he? And talks to me about, I've never seen an episode, ever. I don't really know about it. But it's on there, which is fair enough. Then uh, Christine Walkden, The One Show. The, I know she does the one show. It's the biggest a, a thing she's ever done, is it? Also forgotten as question time. <laughs> uh, she's, she's a lovely person. And yeah, I think she does some great stuff as well. She does stuff on the one show, sure, but um, not gardening. Buckland's on here. Chelsea, ex-gardener's world they've put on there. 
It's a bit out of order, isn't it? Can't write that. I like Buckland, though. He's, chir he's chirpy. He's chirpy. So get him on. He's chirpy. Uh, Nick Bailey's on there for Garden as well. Well, he influenced... Hey, guys, he influenced the influencer with Suggs. Dermot Gavin. I've seen a few times Dermot walking around showground stuff. What was that program that he did once? What was that? Does anyone know what Dermot Gavin... There was a program he did, and that, it wasn't... What program did they put him down for? Gardening Together. I have no idea what Gardening Together is. But that is not what Dermot Gavin is known for, right? What show is he known for? Was he on, like, some sort of ground forcey sort of program once? Because I'm sure back in the heyday, he was on a program that we used to sit and watch together as a family. What was that program? I don't want to... I do not want to Google that. But I might have to if no one in the comments can tell me. He was on a program, wasn't he? I mean, some of these people, I'm not being horrible. Not necessarily on, I mean, I'm not on TV at all. <laughs> not necessarily on TV a lot to be influencers. No one knows what that program is. I've sat and waited a few comments. No one knows. <laughs> no one knows what that program is. Oh, I'm going to have to look at it. I'm wait there. Dermot Gaffin. Dermot. I'm going to copy where was his name? Dermot Gavin. I need to know what program that was that I used to watch that he was on. Dermot Gavin. We'll go on to the, uh, the well-known. Let's just have a look. Dermot Gavin. Dermot Gavin. And on home front. That's not it. No, he did something else. I don't know him just from Virgin Gardeners, nope. Dermot's Big Adventure, nope. The Great British Garden Revival, nope. Wow, I don't. I can't remember what show it was. Home front. Gardens Through Time, no. Dermot's Big Event, no. Planet Patio. Planet Patio? Well, maybe it was just for Gardens well, but I'm sure he was on something else. I'm sure he was on something else. Um... Did you ever see 1940s house? That was a good gardener thing. A bit like veg a veggie garden. No, I didn't see that 1940s house. So they live like an, in there in 1940s, I'm guessing. This was wasn't the it wasn't actually in the 1940s, was it? Here we go. Here's a person that might know Lisa. Right. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Um you're an hour late, but it doesn't matter because you could save us here, right? Lisa. Do you know 
right? Do you know Dermot Gavin? Not that's not the question. Do you know what program he used to be on? Late nineties, two thousands. Because I remember watching him on a program, and I can't remember what it was called. Can't remember. Also, Ian wants to know if you ever watched 1940s House. No idea what that is, but it had a good veggie garden in it. Anyway, tonight we're going through the top 50. Uh, what's it called? The top 50 uh, most influential 50 active gardening presenters. And we'll come to exactly why at the end of the list. Right, let's have a little look through. Right, anyway, Dermot Gavin, if anyone knows what program he was on, Apart from gardening together, let me know. Chris Beardshaw. Was Chris Beardshaw in Beach Grove Garden? Is that where he's from? I had no idea. Katie Rushworth. Love your garden. I like her on there. I like her on there. What else does she do apart from love your garden? I'm not sure. Mark Lane's a nice guy. Uh, he's good. Probably, I always rate him. We've had him on the show before. Danny Clark. I rate Danny Clark, and I'm not going to bang on about him too much because I always do. But Danny Clark should be up there higher. A hundred percent. I feel like his agent sometimes should be up on that list higher. I'm telling you now, the best. We talk about garland programs. I always, always mention the instant gardener has to be the best. The best garden program BBC ever done. He's the Irish gardener, isn't he? Yeah, the Irish one, Dermot Gavin. Do you know? Do you know what program he's been on? Anyway, Danny Clark needs to go up higher, in my own opinion. Big fan over him. Just so everyone knows, Lisa S in 1940s. I'm gonna have to watch that now. Oh, oh. Oh, that's what I was thinking earlier when we were in that mid-call. Right, hit team. Everybody, have, have, quick meeting, team. Quick meeting. Earlier on, something was mentioned about a Netflix program. When Richard was on, he mentioned a Netflix program. And Mark mentioned it. What was it called? Because I was thinking, over the weekend, a little bit of homework. We can all sit and watch it. And then maybe, a bit like a book club, on Monday, we can review it. Huh? Anyone? Any takers for that? Literally starting our own gardening, not book club, because I could not read a book that quickly in a weekend. But I could watch a program. <laughs> what was that? What was that called? Kiss the Ground on Netflix. Don't have to remember it right now. Kiss the Ground. And on Monday, like a book club, we'll review it. Oh, Lisa's already seen it. A star for you, Lisa. <laughs> nice work. Already seen it. Right. Kiss the ground. I'm watching it this weekend. So Monday's show, we'll be reviewing it. Should we go back to the list? What was I saying about the list? Let's get back to that list. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Danny Clark, legend. Legend in the house. Then... We go on to... Who's this? Hang on. Juliet Sargent. Now, you're going to absolutely say, what? 
What? Don't know who Juliet. I don't know who Juliet Sargent is. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know Juliet Sargent. She's a British garden designer in 2016. Slavery, the modern slavery garden was the first show garden by a female black gardener to be exhibited at the Chelsea Flower Show, where it won RHS Gold Medal. I didn't know she. Let's have a look. What have you, Julie? What have you been up to? Well, what program was it for anyway? Chelsea. I thought we didn't. I thought we didn't presenters. Maybe not. Okay, cool. I don't know, Julie. I've, I, I can't. Actually, I did see the garden. It was a decent garden. Two thousand sixteen, though. What's that about in two thousand sixteen? Wasn't that long ago, actually. Four years. Four years ago, faster. Uh, right, let's move on anyway. Alice Fowler. Oh, yeah. X Gardeners World uh, presenter. Is she X Gardeners World? Not saying she didn't do Gardeners World, but yeah. Alice Fowler. Okay. Up there. The Wongs, the James Wong. Uh, is on there. Um, I blocked. I blocked Wong. Actually, I forgot about Wong. It's amazing what you can when you can block people on Twitter. It's just annoying me, influencing me by annoying me. Anyway, James Wong. There, I suppose he's done a lot for else plants on the tally. Uh, Any um, any Wong fans in the audience? Any Wong fan? Let's continue. Then we've got Carol Baxter, Beach Grove. Again, I'm not sure uh, if you watch Beach Grove. I'm sorry. We've got Carol Baxter, Brian Cunningham, Kirsty Wilson, all Beach Grove um, garden presenters. I, I don't watch Beach Grove. Is there any Beach Grove fans in the house? Yo, this is a call out for Beach Grove Gardens. Yo, yo, what's going on? Beach Grove, what's happening? It's Wednesday night. You're a Beach Grove fan yet? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Put your hands up. You're a Beach Grove. Quiet. Quiet in the text. By the way, the phone lines are open. 0742 357 4520. And look at me. I've just gone over, Alice. She's really... She has a really good gardening program, Alice, on how to transform her garden growing and giving her dinner every night from her garden. Has she? Has she? What's it called? Let me have a look at this. Alice Fowler. Let's see what this program's called. I want... met Alice once. Oh, I've met her a few times, actually. kept bumping into each other. He's not a nice person. We didn't really chat too much. I think um, not really sure if I'm. Our brains connect quite as well. Um, you, a, a lot of people feel like that probably about me. Uh, <laughs> at the thrifty gardener, I've seen it. Thrifty gardener. Oh, is that, is that a book? Oh, these are all books. You guys can't see this. Oh. Great British Garden Revival, 
Open its allotments. Remainers lightened, didn't she? Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, she was dropped. Same time. Oh, she went with Toby Buckland. That's a shame, isn't it? Anyway, you guys can't actually read what I'm reading, so sorry about that. But yeah, I think Alice is, is good. I've, I've not massively seen loads of her work, but, um, but, but you know, these are just my own opinions because uh, I watch my own stuff. But, uh, but yeah, she's, I think she'd probably be on there. Yeah, sure. Then we go on to the legend that is Peter Seabrook. Peter, who mentioned Peter Seabrook a minute ago? Ian said Peter Seabrook. Look at that. Peter Seabrook. How old is Peter Seabrook now? It's called the Edible Garden. Oh, yeah, I do. I remember seeing the Edible Garden once. Peter Seabrook. If this is if this is Peter Seabrook, it would be amazing. Hello, Peter Seabrook. Yeah. Um, actually, sounds like Peter Seabrook. Is it? It's not Peter Seabrook, is it? It is. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, Peter. <laughs> great show. Great show. <laughs> I'm guessing you're watching on Twitch. Down with the kids. Down with the kids. <laughs> I, uh, I don't actually know who this is. Peter Seabrook. Oh, it actually is Peter Seabrook. What are you up yeah. to now, Peter Seabrook? 84 years old? Oh, can still kick it in the garden. Yeah, well, you want to be careful. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for calling in, Peter. It's amazing to hear from you. You've been up to much? Ex-Pebble Mill. Say, say again? Still available for TV work. Oh, yeah, Ex-Pebble, yeah, Ex-Pebble Mill. Oh, yeah. I've never, I've not seen Pebble Mill. Was it a good one, was it? It was better when I was on it. Sure. Is it still going, is it? No. No. Finished in the 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Of course. You're 84. You've been around for a long time. Anything new coming up? No, no. Okay. I'll be dead soon. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Um, well, thanks for calling him, Peter. All the best. Oh, see you later, mate. Well, there we go. Um... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not actually, I'm not actually sure who that was. <laughs> Could have been Peter. Could have been Peter. That would have been made a really nice clip uh, at, at the final comment, not been made. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Oh, hey. We're, we're phoning from Beach Grove. Uh, oh, hey there, Beach Grove. We're phoning from Beach Grove. Carol Baxter here. Who? who? Carol Baxter, Beach Grove. Carol Baxter. Oh, very deep. Deep voice, Carol, but how are you doing? It's a frosty day up here in Glasgow. I can't, um, can't pinpoint your accent, Carol. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. Scottish. Hi. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Have a wee dram in the night. Say, oh. I do, I do. There we go. We're in it now. <laughs> Uh, wow, thanks for calling in, Carol. I'm sorry I've never watched your programme. It's all right. Nobody else does. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you're on the list, so congrats. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, How are you doing? Oh, oh, it's not Carol. It's Sean James Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah, of course. We all know it was. <laughs> How you doing, mate? Just to give you a just to give you a bit of an update, uh, Juliet Sargent. Yeah. Last time I was with her was back in nineteen. Uh, was back in two thousand and fifteen. It was her, me, and um, Sue Big, as you might know her, head of the RHS. Yeah, I've heard of her. And uh, Ju- Juliet was actually pitching to have a garden at the show for the fall for the following year. But she ended up also presenting some items for the Chelsea Week, so that's why she's included. Back in 2016, though. Yes, and Dermot Gavin, he uh, presented a small, like four-minute slot within home within Homefront on BBC Two, and he then d- was given a spin-off show called Homefront in the Garden. Now that ain't the program I watched him on. And that's the program that made him famous. What did he do in Homefront in the Garden? What did he actually do? He did the garden in the front of the home. <laughs> what he just? <laughs> what he did? You mean he just did a makeover on it? Yes, but it was a very high-end show to match sort of you know like the Chelsea interiors of the house. I'm sure that's not so what it wasn't a changing rooms thing. It was a, I think they spent like a week there. He didn't used to do like DIY SOS or something, did he? No, he uh, wouldn't be that lowbrow. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> oh, well, I, I can't remember what I saw him on. And it was through that show that he did the, I, he did some of the wacky designs, and that's what then led into flying balls at Chelsea and, uh, that pod. I don't know if you ever went on that pod where you went into this pod and this crane brought took you up in the air and yeah. it didn't it didn't feel safe at all because you thought if this if a gust of wind comes and the crane goes over, we're all going down. Yeah. Did you go on it, did you? Once and that was enough. Yeah, brave mate. Brave. I'll leave that to um David. Well, that's the good thing about going to Chelsea on the Monday is you you can actually go in the gardens. Mm. Yeah, well, no, I wouldn't go on that crane. No chance. But I'm surprised by this list. That you're not on in it? In the sense of, um, I can understand some people why they're on there, but I can't understand, like, a lot of the Beechgrove crew mm-hmm. are people that have only been on there for, like, less than for less than um, a year. So I'd be very interested what... Uh, the author of this article, Matthew Appleby's criteria is well, it I... can't be based on social media followings because no. some of the people at the end of the at the end of the list. Oh. Highbrow, we're coming to that at the end of the show. That's the um, only the real highbrow people got on it. Mm. Oh, hello, caller. <laughs> yeah, so so it's a so it's an. I thought when I tuned in because I've already tuned in because uh, I've been watching proper t- proper TV shows. Oh, sure. um, I tuned in and I thought maybe you were giving out the um, 
the the list for the Garden Media Guild. Uh, no, <laughs> we're not going that's with why it. I. That's why I had to get my phone because I, I can't believe they're on the list. I've been on TV for ten years. Well, <laughs> no, we're not. We're not doing that. Me, I wouldn't put Beechgrove on because I've never even seen them. But we we will be doing an awards at some point, probably in January. Beach Grove is good. It's just this year they've let themselves down because of um, the situation that we're in. You weren't and, happy about their efforts, were you? Well, they basically just allowed the presenters to film themselves. Some of them worked. Um, I can't remember his name now, but uh, the older gentleman that's on there, he filmed on his allotment, and that worked so well, I think they should actually keep something like that. But just that. when you have somebody who hasn't got a garden and she ends up filming in her, in her house, at the start of the series, she didn't have a single house plant. Now the house is bursting at the seams with house <laughs> She's done a work, dude. She's got James Wong coming around to every two weeks to water them for her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never seen... I've but, never... I'm late, but I'm late tuning in because I actually... Um, tonight's episode of... Uh, Charlie Dimmock and the Rich Brothers was actually quite good. Yeah, you're not the first to say that. I think Ian said that was a, it was a good one. I didn't realise what when what time's it on in the evenings? Half seven. Oh, that's why I miss it. That's why I missed it. I should I should I should dig out of the archive um, because I was the first person to ever interview the Rich Brothers. So I have an interview with them from about 2014. Right, dig it out, and I'll just put my voice in front of it, and then that will sort it. <laughs> At BBC Gardener's World, and what's very interesting from what I can recall from memory, mm. their accent in 2014 is completely different to what their accent is now. Well, if we ever get them on, we'll have them up for that, mate. <laughs> anyway, I will let you get on to uh, the bottom of the list. Um, who would have believed that a dog would have gone on? Um, I don't like calling myself that, but I know, yeah. Well, you've mentioned a few dogs so far. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah. Bye, mate. <laughs> God's sake. You can't trust him. You can't trust him to come on. Uh, some of you have been uh, <laughs> talking in the group. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, okay, we'll come. Oh, Dan's just top up. How are you doing, Dan? Good evening, my friend. Um, I could even just finish a 13-hour shift. Now time to relax for 40 minutes, five minutes. And watch the rest of your podcast. Cheers, my man. Cheers, dude. We've got 13 hours. Sometimes this 45 minutes feels like 13 hours, my friend. No, I'm joking. Uh, right. Uh, Carl, your VIP card's on its way. Ian watches at 3.45. Well, let's get back to this list. Thanks so much for calling in, Sean. If you want to call in, you've got... Uh, someone that you think should uh, be, be on the list or or has influenced you, it's 0742-357-4520 tonight. Or I will put this uh, link in the comments too. You can click on that and you can be zapped into the conversation here on the stream. Let's go back into the list and see where we're up to on yeah. Uh, so Peter Seabrook, 84 years old, called in tonight. Thanks, Peter, for calling in. 
84 years. Wow. Uh, I don't know if I'm... I'd still be about <laughs> in 84 years. Quite And then we've got Mr. Michael Perry, QVC, this morning. I give Perry a right... Uh, I edited a podcast today with Perry. What did I do? Oh, no, I sorted a video out today with him in... And um, he is everywhere at the moment. And I actually texted him the other day. I watched him on this morning. He did a bit about composting. And I watched it afterwards. I thought just it come across really well. I just thought, I'm going to need to message him. And uh, not say, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it, Perry. <laughs> I just thought, where it's due. Where it's due, mate. It's. He's good. He's good at the way he explains stuff. It's, uh, here you go. Sug says, Mr. Plant and Michael Perry should be higher up on the list. His weird and wacky plants is inspiring. I mean, just... I just... Honestly, I thought he was really good without, like, uh, fanboying him too much. Uh, then I saw... I've been off Twitter for a bit. I've just... Uh, I've just got... Um, just been off Twitter. Oh, crikey. This is dangerous, isn't it? <laughs> I blame myself for Perry. I have a story. Oh, crikey. Look out. <laughs> um, uh, then I saw recently on, on Twitter that he was on that Channel 4 program. Uh, and he, he does his QVC thing as well. So I think uh, away from the podcast and his, his YouTube stuff that he, he he dips in and out of, what he's doing on telly is... is uh, it makes a difference. I think, yeah, the way he explains things and, and does it does make a difference. I do think he should be up there. Hopefully he's not watching now because it will give him too much for a big head, but he should be up there with, um, with Titchmarsh and, and Don and Frosty, really. Don't say I said that to him. Don't tell him. <laughs> Below Perry is Roy Lancaster. Uh, who I did I put on Twitter? I bet Roy Lancaster's not even been on. Uh, didn't say it like that. Even been on Sunday brunch, but Roy Lancaster, again, eighty-three years old. Roy, uh, I, I suppose he has to be on there as a CBE. Roy is. I don't know about this list now. I feel like I'm all over the place with it because. Is it most influential now or just most influential of all time? I don't know. Chris Collins is next. Uh, uh, Blue Peter. I love Chris. We had him on the podcast a, a, a while ago. I really want to get him back on to talk about kids gardening. I'm going to message him and get him back on in a few weeks' time, perhaps. But really nice guy, Chris. Uh, he's Blue Peter days. He was the gardener I watched when I, I used to watch Blue Peter. Um, but really nice guy. There's a lot for kids gardening. Uh, he starts writing it with that. So, uh, so yeah, Chris uh, Collins. Then Pippa Greenwood uh, for Gardener's Question Time and Matthew Wilson, Gardener's Question Time. Wasn't this... I mean, I suppose they do, actually. I do do TV stuff as well. I was say, Wasn't this TV? James Alexander Sinclair, The Great Chelsea Garden Challenge, Celebrity Eggheads. <laughs> 
he's done, he's done more than that. He's just done that Netflix thing. <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me so much. Out of all the things. Out of all the things he could be on there for his celebrity, I guess. <laughs> That's funny. I think that that was his best thing he's ever done as well. I really do. His best piece of work. Uh, Matty Biggs is on uh, underneath uh, James Alexander Sinclair. Then the man that weighs pretty much all over the allotment, Bob Flowerdew, is uh, under that. Matt Biggs, by the way, if anyone doesn't know, next Tuesday, coming on the show. Very excited about that. Yeah, Bob. I've only met Bob once. Interesting character. But uh, uh, nice guy. Nice guy. Chris, I can't read under that. Who's next? Chris Baines. I'm not sure. I've never, I don't know who Chris Baines is. I'm, I apologise, Chris, if you're watching. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris Baines. Let me have a look. Let me have a look at you, Chris Baines. Oh, I'm Oh, gosh. 73. I'm, I'm, I apologise, Chris Baines, but... I apologise, Chris Baines, but... Your Wikipedia says you've not been on telly since 2000. Do we miss an ad break, by the way? <laughs> oh, I don't care anymore. It doesn't matter tonight. Uh, you you already know. Flymo. Flymo, your life easy. I'll do a live read. Yo, if you want to buy a Flymo, go and buy a Flymo. Pretty decent uh, tools. This is why I don't do the ad first life. Uh, strimmer with a battery pack's good. I'm just looking at stuff. Strimmer, the blower. Anyway, Flymo, really great tools. Go check them out. The new Skin Junior Yard book is not new anymore. It's actually eight months old, but it's still an awesome book to get for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Skin Junior is here for your Christmas present. Skin Junior book. And what was that? Oh, if you want to sponsor the show, then uh, please do. I think it's the one with the pen. Uh, like, if you want me to say, hey, do you want to buy this pen? Buy this pen. There's the adverts. Right. Uh, <laughs> here you go. The book is really good. Not, where is it? Not my words. But the words of Lisa Murray. Thanks, Lisa. Right, what was I up to? Right, Chris Baines. Okay. All right, Chris. You've, you've, you've got in there. Uh, Bunny Guinness is, here we go. Hello. This stream and the podcast are sponsored. Oh. In... oh, I was going to play you the. It's gone. Um, yeah, this list. Where's Terry Walton? I don't know. I was thinking that. I don't know because he's on radio. He's on BBC Radio Two every week. 
and doesn't have a week off. And he does, and he does this morning as well. He does like a, um, sometimes he's on ITV this morning. Yeah, so it's fascinating how he isn't on the list, but people like Chris Baines is, which I remember Chris Baines. But if you're going to put Chris Baines on, you may as well put uh, Jeff Hamilton on. Well, well, yeah. Unless they have to be alive. It does say active. It does say active gardening TV presenters. Um, but Chris Baines. Maybe that's what the only criteria is then. We're picking holes at this, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, is. Let me just ask you something while you're on the phone. Kim Wilde. Yeah. Singer, right? Yes, she was a singer, and then after she, um, I think she did uh, "Girls in America" the song. Where the no, where the kids in America? Where the kids and, uh, in America? Oh. Whoa, thank you. Um, and then when she, uh, when all that ended, she then retrained as a garden designer. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. But very quickly, the, the Matthew Perry story. Uh, the Matthew Perry, the Michael Perry story is. <laughs> yeah, he did a vid- he did a video for Thompson and Morgan back in the day, mm-hmm. and I was in contact with Thompson and Morgan at the time before they sold the company because they were quite good people there back in the day. And I said, um, I said, who, who, whoever that guy is, he works good on video. You should get him to do some more things. And the message came back to me: Oh, he isn't interested. Uh, he's, you know, he just wants to do his job and do a bit of video on the side. He isn't interested. And then six months later, he's all over the place. You so I feel respon- so I feel responsible that I pushed Thompson and Morgan to put him on video. And once he got the bug, well, you can't switch this morning on without his face really, popping up. He's everywhere, mate. He's everywhere. You uh, where's blame. my Where's my commission? Um. I don't think he's watching him. He was watching earlier on the show, but uh, I'll, I'll let him know that you you want how much how much you feel is is uh is worthy for a whole career. Well, yes. Um, I'm just looking at this list now. So, how far have we got down to? Oh, I don't know, mate. We've got um, uh, Bunny Guinness. Well, she's radio. This guy on the question times thing's got me through me a little bit. Um, Jim McCall. Now, Jim, Jim, Jim McCall did the Beechgrove Garden for oh many many years, like forty years or something like that. Yeah. And he um, stepped down from the Beechgrove Garden about two years ago because um, he's about eighty three now. <laughs> there's some there's some ages flying around in this group, isn't there? Um, yeah, so he was on the he was on the, the very first one that started back in 1978. Right. So he's been on TV for quite a while, but he left Beechgrove apparently by his own accord. Right. Um, what do you mean but apparently? Officially, he left of his own accord, right, and then the following year, they just happened to revamp the entire show with right. some younger presenters. Right, okay. <laughs> it depends if you uh, read between the lines, and it's the type. And it's the type. It's the type of show. What, once you take somebody out that's got all that experience, all that experience, all that experience, it sort of it loses something a bit. Yeah, because you sort of lose that. Um, 
There was a very good show. You wouldn't remember this because it was on in the 80s Mm. called Gardening Time. I think it was on a Thursday afternoon around about half one because I used to watch it before I used to go back to school. And it was with Jeff Amos and Howard Drury. Now, Jeff Amos was about 70-something and Howard was about 30. And it's played off. It was just two men. They'd go out into the garden in uh, Kingsley's Park in in Birmingham, but the majority of it would be based in a pot in a pot in shed situation, and it worked because when he didn't know the answer, he would just say to Jeff, "Then so how would you do it?" Mm-hmm. And there was a bit of comedy between Jeff doing it the old way and how we're doing it the new way. Yeah, that's. Um... Yeah, that's what that sort of brings to it, isn't it? I still think there's space for another TV gardening show. Maybe on Channel 5. Do you reckon? Now, Dan Pearson, I wouldn't call him. (laughs) No, yeah, I agree with you. (laughs) But what sort of gardening programme? Um... Just jumping down a bit, but Dan Pearson <laughs> yeah. is somebody who has been on TV as an interviewer, but I don't think I've ever seen him present uh, present a show. I'm start I'm starting to get a vibe. This list was to fill up a quarter. You know, when they've got to do six articles a day, and they were like, "Right, what can we do for this?" Oh, I know. Just no, no, no. Look, give me a name. What what name? Yeah, right. Put him on the list. This is a very important list. This is, this is. Yeah, but for, but for, but further down, Tommy Walsh, Ground Force hasn't been on TV for fifteen years. Uh, yeah, I can't argue with you with that one. That is a. Uh... And also, what I find quite interesting in this is, I wasn't aware that Flo, how do you pronounce her surname? Headlam. I wasn't aware that she was ex Gardener's World. Well, I hope she knows. <laughs> I thought she was Gardner's World. Well. Oh, I thought so too. I I don't. I've not watched Gardner's World well for a while. Has she been on recently? I haven't watched it for a few weeks because I find problem with Gardner's World. I've got well, I I think an hour is far too long. Right. Um, and but I've had this since the eighties. So you watch Gardner's World, you love it, um, and then summer comes, and then you and then you're in the garden. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then you come back to it around about mid-September. Yeah, that's true. And then within a few weeks, it comes to an end. That's what I'm saying, mate. They, maybe they should forget about doing it in the summer and do it over the winter. I think that during the winter, they, they could at least do one once a month. Yeah. you know. But it goes back to this thing. My bugbear is you don't put a garden to... If you're doing gardening in the way it should be, you don't put the garden to sleep. During the winter, yeah, very true. Like I've been busy today, just doing, um, cutting things down, uh, turning the soil over, fixing the roof on the shelves on uh, the shed. Yep. Sort of, you know, doing all the maintenance. But then, is maintenance gardening? Maybe it wouldn't fill the remit for Gardener's World. Well, it should be, though, because it's part of it, isn't it? Like, you can't have all the glory without the, the, the hard work that goes behind it. If you don't do the maintenance, then you're not, um, not going to be able to grow stuff, are you? And when it's nice. 
And it's like I was watching um, the Twitter, the RHS Twitter, sur- Twitter surgery that they have every Tuesday afternoon where people can send in questions. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, again, the same thing that I've seen for 10, 20 years. Somebody sends, sends in a question. Now we're getting closer to the winter. What, what seeds can I start to grow? Yeah. And the answer was, you should have thought about this back in June. <laughs> <laughs> but then I don't think I've seen, I can't recall off the top of my head, seeing Monty, say, in July, or emphasizing the fact that I'm putting things in now for the winter. And probably not, because the TV program doesn't go into the winter, so why would he show himself doing yeah. stuff for winter? But I still think, with the internet now, they could do a... 15 minute update every week just from his garden um it, and it wouldn't cost that much just to send you know like give it to the researcher to do um and yeah. just say right just do a 15 minute thing from monty's garden of what he's been up to this week be nice there's definitely a there's definitely a um people definitely, definitely want it there. yeah definitely i don't know mate i don't know so how far have we gone to the list? We're almost at the the questionably the best part of uh, the list. After we've missed a few people, um, Raven, Alan Gardner's Swiftbank. Alan Gardner's great. Alan Gardner, yeah, I like him. Is that, although autistic Gardner's not been about for a while, I think they should bring that back. Yeah, I think a lot of programs like Love Your Garden and everything was sort of been put on hold this week um this yeah. week for well, for this year but the one thing i did notice about um the rich brothers show i can't remember what it's called now. um garden uh, force or garden garden rescue. rescue was because of our conversation before about ground force yeah. i did notice that even though the garden the garden looked great it looked bare because they'd actually planted it as a garden rather than a tv garden hmm. Going back to what I said before. Well, actually, do you know what it is with that though? They're using the people's money, like they're actually yeah. used. I suppose for Ground Force, they were not asking the people for money, were they? The one thing that got me incensed about today's show was oh, they went to this person's garden, and they must have thrown out about fifty perfectly good slab stones. And I thought I could have done with them on my plant. <laughs> we just follow that. Maybe I should have a, a word because I know people on the production crew. I should have a word to find out which garden they're doing next and fair side with the van. Yeah, just follow it around, mate. That's what I'd do. <laughs> Imagine what they get rid of. There yeah, just get check, just put it all in the van and then it's gone. Yeah. Um, Stefan Bruchatsky. But yeah, I don't, I'm not sure on that. Uh... I liked him. He, oh, he him. was the tall, <laughs> he was the tall guy with the dicky bow one. He used to do he, he used to be on Gardener's World with the dicky bow. And he'd always be brought in when they wanted to talk a bit of science in the garden because he was in fact he, he is Professor Stefan Pacheski. Yes. Um British horticulturist, botanist and biographer. I'm guessing his age would be about seventy four now. At least you got above the dog. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like it was a, yeah. I mean, how'd the dog even get on there? Yeah. 
there you go. I don't know. Um. Anyway, mate, we'll do our I own one. Do, right. I think you should. I think you should do your own list. The top fifty. Yeah, we'll do it again. We did it. Well, I can't remember a, when we last did it, but yeah, we'll do it again. Get a pizza box because you know the nights are getting dark now. So there's not a lot else to do. I'll um I'll have a pizza, mate, this weekend. We'll do it at some point soon. Right. <laughs> be, be chill out. See you later, dude. Bye bye. We'll do. We've got to do it. We're gonna to have to do it, aren't we? We won't do it yet. We've got we've got a, a few bits that we um need to do. We've got a bit of time in the world. We'll do it, mate. It's sometime in November. November's coming. Unbelievable. Eight minutes left of the show. Uh, let's see what everyone's saying. Uh, Kim Wilde sung Kids in America. I see an advert with her in the garden. Can't remember what she's advertising, though. Who is the guy on Jamie Vine's allotment show? That is, what's Terry Walton? Sure it is. Maybe I meant, to, yeah, he's on both things. He's everywhere, Terry Walton. Lisa said, Sean, I'm going to learn a lot from you. <laughs> it's got all the stories. Oh, sure, Sean. Uh, that's how I want my videos, to be honest. When does Gardener's World stop? I think it stops now. I think it's the reason this this has been brought out now. And uh, yeah, Sean was in TV before this. Before all this, before he was calling into this show, he was on on uh, doing the old tally. I think he still does do tally, actually, Sean. He still does do bits. Anyway, right. Let's finish this list because it gets pretty. Pretty juicy at the end. Pretty juicy. Stefan Bukukuzi. I'm really sorry, Stefan. I can't read that. I thought it was Stephanie. Professor Stefan, it should have been. I'd have him up for that. So, everyone. Every, here we go. So, Stefan. Professor Stefan. Just underneath Professor Stefan. Lee Conley. Skinny Jean Garner. Yeah! Oh, yes! I can't celebrate too much. <laughs> because uh, there's a story. <laughs> there's a story that I'll tell just you and, uh, and the listeners of the podcast. Listen to the best bits over on the audio podcast team. I'll tell you a story how I ended up on this list <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't woohoo get in there Lee a celebration dance it wasn't quite quite as you thought I, I, I mean <laughs> out of all the active presenters at the moment I'm, I'm, I'm actively presenting not on tally. Although we did, what was it last year? Gardeners, what was it? Uh, what was it called? Gadget Show. Was it last year? Gadget Show, or the year before that? No, it couldn't have been. I think it was last year. Gadget Show. Big star. Big probably. I think it was their biggest ratings. The story, we've got five minutes left of the show. Come on, Lee. The story goes like this. 
someone put on Twitter, Claire Vokens put on Twitter when she saw this. I'm not on Twitter, am I? I don't really see stuff come through. I would have never known about this had it not been put my way. Surely Skinny Jingala. She might have been joking. She could have been joking. Right? <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs> About 10 minutes after <laughs> she wrote that, I went on the list. <laughs> I swear my phone. Oh, oh dear. What goes on? So I saw. So I saw this. Where is it? So I saw this pop up, right? Where did I write this? On Twitter. Uh, I saw this come up, and I wrote, "This list is a disgrace." I mean, does no one remember me? <laughs> my, does no one remember my short time on Blue Peter, or that award-winning performance of the Gadget Show? Good, good show. Do they mean nothing to you? I mean, who even is Roy Lancaster? I bet he's never been on Sunday brunch. <laughs> I thought, I thought I was oh, maybe just me. Uh, it got changed, and I wrote, "I instantly take this back." I still don't believe Roy. <laughs> I still don't believe Roy Lancaster has been on Sunday brunch though. <laughs> oh dear. There we go. So that's the story. That's the story between me and you. But tomorrow, team, if you look on my website, it's already on there. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about it on the Twitter. Uh, we won't discuss this story. Luckily, no one plays videos about this far back, surely. We won't discuss it. All right? This is between me and you. But yes, if anyone asks you, Yes, I am on the top 50. The top 50, there he is, just underneath the professor, the top 50 garden, active garden presenters. Underneath that is uh, Green Fingered George from Blue Peter, the guy took my job, and a dog. So... <laughs> so... <laughs> So there we go. <laughs> Say it like that. <laughs> oh, I oh, just laughed to myself. <laughs> right. Uh, so there we go, everyone. So it, anyone that calls in, oh, the phone lines are now closed, team. Uh, anyone that calls in now, uh, I do want to be, uh, just say hello, sir. Mr. Sir Connolly, how are you doing? Uh, tomorrow, uh, when I, I head to Richard's uh, Pot and Shed, I want a, a, a red carpet laid out. And yes, Sean Cameron, I'll be getting a blue tick somewhere along the line, probably on my hand in blue pen. Uh, but yeah, tell me what you think, uh, everyone. Uh, who influenced you? We're closing the show tonight, by the way. But who influenced you? Ever think about it? We'll be back tomorrow from 8 p.m. Um, talking all things gardening uh, once again. You're going <laughs> to want a knighthood next. 
someone messaged me and said what then whatever next i said uh i'll get a, a garden media guild award achievement a lifetime achievement award next <laughs> oh dear there we go can can do red carpet can't do red carpet uh, with a tea and bacon i do perfect my friend perfect we're back tomorrow we're watching a classic welsh episode of ground force with mr Suggett. tune in uh come and have a laugh um final show tomorrow so eight till ten if you fancy it jump on board uh thanks so much to everyone who's watched tonight and uh thank you very much Hort weekly for uh making me just as famous as a professor and a dog thanks for listening to the podcast hope you enjoyed it if you did let me know on the socials and perhaps you'd like to tune in this is just the best bits imagine the actual full show we're here on social media on twitter on facebook on youtube and on twitch every monday to thursday 8 till 10 so if you want to come on if you want to chat gardening that is the place to be thanks for listening this is a Skin and Gin Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyro.